Like, what would be my limit? 30 bucks, probably. So you're not trying it? I'm probably not even going to get to try it. Maybe a, maybe a half ounce pour. I think we're in new, new category. How about you look at it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome everyone to episode 43 of The Mashup, the best bourbon conversation you're going to hear all week long. We're your hosts, Michael, Anthony, and Steven. Hey guys. So I think that new intro is is growing on me a little bit. You, you like it? it? You like it? I think so. Good. It's it's something. Ah, well, that's what we strive for, something, something. here. <laughs> so gentlemen, I was uh, doing a little cleaning around the house over the, over the weekend, and I came across a very interesting little booklet. I found a the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Passport from 2012. Oh. oh, that is quite a few years ago. So, if you came across that from 2012, where did you find it at? That's what I want to know first. You know, just one of our junk drawers. Okay, so it's in a junk drawer. Did you have any stamps in that? Because I remember I used to when I first got here, I got a passport and I thought I'm going to get all these stamps. I'm going to turn it in, and I think you got you're supposed to get a T-shirt or something. Yeah. I think I have one stamp in it because I forgot to get another stamp. But That's, I, I everybody think, always has the idea of yeah. getting the stamps, yeah. you know. Well, well I was gonna I was gonna read off the distilleries then and what is on the bourbon trail now. I love that. That's because little little history, All right? right. A little history. So back in 2012, there were only seven distilleries on the trail: mm. Four Roses, Heaven Hill, Jim Bean, Maker's Mark. It's funny. It said Town Branch, but it had an opening like October date on it. Oh, so it wasn't even officially <laughs> open, but it was on the trail. Wild Turkey and Woodford Reserve. So it was seven back then. So now, in 2021, we're up to 18. Holy! Mm, probably should have filled out your passport then. We can probably get a bracket now. That's a lot of places to visit. 18. Yeah, that's a that's a. You better get more than a T-shirt. In addition to these seven, Angel's Envy, uh, Bardstown, Bullet, Evan Williams. Green River. I've never even heard of them. That used to be, uh, whatchamacallit, down in Owensboro. Um, I'm not sure about that one. OZ Tyler. Oh, okay. Yeah. They changed They've changed names like 100 times, yeah. yeah. All right. Lux Row, Michter's, Old Forester, Rabbit Hole, Sitzer Weller, Wilderness Trail. That is quite the... So uh, those are all on the big one now. That is the complete the list one. with the additional with the original seven. So like a bunch of them... Like you could kind of like knock off just in downtown Louisville because they're all like right within like a couple blocks of each other, right? And but and they're all really expensive now. You ever know? Like you see yeah. these stores are like twenty or thirty dollars now, and they all the same thing. Yeah, they're all exactly the same. They are, but I mean, you know, they they try to deliver unique experiences, but they do charge for it. And I remember when I first moved here, nobody was charging for anything. I think the only place that charged was Woodford, right? Everybody else is free, yeah, as far as I remember. Like, I guess, like, Woodford, Makers, those are all Four Roses, even, are, are kind of cool because they're all, you know, they got a nice property and mm-hmm. stuff. But, like, Evan Williams is in downtown Louisville, and so is Michter's and Old Forester. It's like... Yeah, they call that, what, Whiskey Row now, yeah. right? Yeah, so, I mean, what, what can you see in that building that's... So. I think the only thing interesting would be the... But nowadays, since they're all the same, who is it? Is it Old Forester that has the cooperage? Yeah, yeah, because they do theirs right there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you can see the barrels on fire. Yeah, you can't you can't see that anywhere. So that's I think it might be the only one or one of the very few that actually have a cooperage on site that you can check out. And I heard that even though the Evan Williams is that building is kind of boring, mm-hmm. I think they put a little different spin on it. They more they have more of a uh, speakeasy tour. Yes, where, I've heard that. Yeah, where you kind of go you kind of go down and knock, and there there's a lot of acting going on, but 
It's oh. kind of a different like whiskey experiences versus, you know, the typical like going to the, see the mash and the barrels and yeah. So it's a little something different that that might be something interesting to go see. You get a thrill out of that kind of stuff, like speakeasy so stuff. And to me, that's just like a I gim- mean, it would gimmicky. Be cool. Like it's just a bar. Like I don't need to. Yeah. I'm not seven years old and I don't need to see. To me, that's like adults trying to act like Disney, like it's Disney World or something. <laughs> you know, like let's all dress up in character and pretend like we're in the 1920s. Like I know what day it is. I know what year it is. I don't, I don't need to pretend like that. I can, I don't have to act like I have to go into in the basement to hide, to drink my whiskey. You know? It's not all the feels. You're not like, okay, I'm sitting here and I'm having an authentic experience. It doesn't resonate right. with you like I that. I can go right down the road to the Applebee's <laughs> and get something to drink now. Like I don't have to have a, a, a speakeasy. Uh, but I'm sure their princess is a little different than Disney's princess. Well, they probably are. <laughs> but yeah. I was going to say the other thing that they're delivering now is a unique experience is I know that Michter's and Heaven Hill will let you fill your own bottle, correct? I think I heard that Heaven Hill's recently. I know Michter's is doing it. And so you get to fill and personalize your own bottle at those distilleries. And that kind of appeals to me. Can you sign your own bottle too? I, I think you can sign it. I so think like you can I sign would, the front of it. Because here's the thing. Because people, people are always selling bottles online that are signed by so-and-so master distiller and all that kind of i don't know any of these people's names like i don't, I don't care either you know they're like <laughs> signed by so-and-so master distiller master grain maker whatever at this place <laughs> well when you look at the trail is there anybody missing to you guys on there or anybody you're thinking of that did we leave anybody off or well i mean the biggest the biggest omission is buffalo trace i see have they ever been on the trail or i don't not? think they've ever been on the trail Gosh, well, I mean that is. You would think out of all the brands, they would be on it though. But why would you? I mean, there's I, like a million people in line every day there waiting on. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's kind of like one of those like bluegrass trust plaques on a building. Wouldn't you want to be kind of a part of the Bourbon Trail? But then there's probably rules that go with it. So like the bluegrass trust, my dad would, would tell me that they had a building. His so the bluegrass um, trust. What is what do you, what? Is, so what do you, there's rules like you can't paint your building a certain color, you can't renovate it to a certain you know. So it's like it's all some, historic yeah, buildings usually they're all downtown, and, and they don't old. want them to. So you know, there's you, you know, so if you ever want to do something, you're limited. Maybe being on the bourbon tour, you're limited by, you know, something too like hours. You may have to maintain certain hours, or you know, there's probably a lot of rules, and I'm sure there's other legal stuff that goes into it that I don't really care about. But I yeah. will say Buffalo Trace, even though they're not on the bourbon trail. They're the only ones right now that I think now probably that don't charge for a tour. Yeah, so, that's true. Is it just a reservation? I kind of forgot. And it's only a reservation right now because of COVID. I mean, it might it might. Be, I think it's always been a reservation. Maybe it has. Yeah. I don't know. You, but the difference is you used to be able to go there and have no problem getting yeah, a reservation. Get one, right. Now, because of COVID, there's a backlog to go anywhere. Really. And I think they have a like a special tour that yeah. charges, but it's probably just like all the other tours. So. Yeah. Well, I'll never miss a chance to... Uh, say anything about four roses so i have to say that my parents had some friends come into town recently and they were looking um at where they could go and um (laughs) they tried i think everywhere first and the only place they could get a spot was four roses so they they toured there i think a couple days ago they liked it and uh thought it was a good time but i don't know I've, i've spoken past episodes about how i feel like they could amp it up a little bit on their tour and then we've got a there's a craft tour now too craft trail yeah there's a uh, there's no, four categories oh that, my god oh, there's four yeah i think there's i think there's 19 total smaller distilleries on it really yeah Ooh. so that's gonna be like new riff peerless yeah um wilderness trail i know you said wilderness i think trail you, you said Willits on there too right yep 
I feel like probably some of the ones that are on the big one would have been relegated to the smaller one had there been a smaller one when they joined, like Town Branch, you know? Yes. It's oh, like, so now they made the big time because there was only one level at that time, you know? That's a good point. And there wasn't a lot going on in Lexington either. True. So to they have, got a lot of money. That's yeah, the that's thing. true. They, you yeah. know, they, they got a lot of money. So they're, they got a lot of pool, I think. Yeah, I feel like just from their bourbon barrel ale, that, that was a world famous time. Yes. So. All right, guys. Well, before we open up this, uh, this bottle for this week, we have a special announcement. Special announcement. Special Cutting announcement. Hot. Yeah. There is a reason why we're opening up this bottle. It's because it's someone's birthday. Happy birthday. Hey, cheers. Hey. Thanks, man. You know, I celebrate a lot of birthdays. <laughs> That's right. From past episodes, <laughs> right? Steven, I think he's out of your, your season, though. He is out of my season. Steven likes season. to make fun that, that we have a lot of birthdays in our family. But, That's true. Well, but hey, this, is, this keeps them going year-round. That's right. And so for me, this was the big four four zero. And no matter what anybody says, the new it's not the new 30 or whatever that hell it's people say. So, yeah. Oh, well, new 22. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for our birthday, we open rabbit hole, right? That's what we know. <laughs> well, anyway. Well, for this week, gentlemen, we're opening up a bottle of Old Forester birthday bourbon. Oh, I missed it. Heck yeah. Old Forester birthday bourbon. So this is uh, distilled by Brown Foreman or Old Forester. The bottle date of the one that we're having tonight is 2019. The ABV on this is 52.5%. And the proof is 105, and it's aged 11 years. The mash bill is undisclosed, but in previous years, the birthday bourbon has been uh, 72% corn, 18% rye, and 10% malted barley. The MSRP comes in at a hefty $100, but if you can find it at that, I'm sure we're going to talk about it, then you buy it. You buy it all day. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's even 100 bucks even now, probably. I mean, they might call it it. Hundred dollars, but there's no stores charging a hundred dollars. I um, think when I got this bottle, I paid a hundred nine ninety nine plus tax, and I was so excited to get it. And that was what, like, four or five years ago? No, it's just no, uh, 2019. Two, 19, two so years ago. Two years ago, yeah. Okay, so you know how not all bottles are created equal. Mm. You know, there are some of them that just look like seven fifties, and there are some that just don't look nearly as big. This just doesn't look as big. This round disc-like squatty looking bottle would you agree i agree it kind of looks like a like a spaceship of sorts it does yeah like smash down so it's got a nice um it's got a nice cork nice big cork big cork it's a natural cork all the way all the way around even on top there it's a it looks like that could be like a wood top but it's needs to be like your natural wood i do it's the kind of cork that some tater on the secondary is going to wrap like a big thick plastic wrap around and ruin the whole thing that's probably true yeah it tells how old it is on there aged 11 years george garvin brown is the founder so he's got his uh monogram on there there was a little neck tag i don't know what i did with the neck tag oh here it is with another <laughs> picture of an old man on it so <laughs> happy birthday anthony there's you right there there you go <laughs> celebrating looking as good as ever looking, right there on the tag quite dapper yeah. yeah um it says please sip responsibly so okay. Those of you that were planning on just binge, Shooting binge, this. binge drinking uh, yeah. birthday bourbon, you know, and just hammering it at a tailgate, that's not what you need to be doing. This is not for you. So I agree. I think it's a good looking bottle, though. You know, people like to collect these. So it is quite unique. Would yeah. you guys say this bottle has reached iconic status in bourbon? I would say so. Yeah, I'd say so. It's yeah. It's gone to the moon as far as yeah. I mean, it's value still- and. 
It's its own bottle shape. There's nothing else like it. I mean, right. you can say a still pot's like it, but a still pot's fatter oh, yeah. and, and, and skinnier in the, the base. Next, uh, yeah. 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 Um, it only comes out the once a year. And mm-hmm. yeah, so a, I, I got a buddy, he's like, he doesn't have any of them. And he's like, I almost don't want one because I feel like if I got one, I'd want to have them all, you know, you collect each one from each year. Oh yeah. You know, so it would be a, a bad habit to get into. Oh, absolutely. Bad on the bank account too, yeah. because those vintages are going for a lot oh, of money. Yeah. yeah. When did this start? The birthdays? Early you know, 2000s? I think early I think 2000s. That's right. yeah. I think it's been I think. For yeah. 15 or 16 years. That's or a so. lot of bottles. Yeah, and there's some people that have the vertical, and they're proud of it. They they post it proud, proudly. That's a long collection. Yeah. That's a lot of time. And it's gone through a lot of different types of, uh, <coughs> I don't know, proof, I guess, and uh, age. And so I think when this one was released, this might be the highest proof, but not the oldest age. So I think it's the highest proof at this time, but I think the ones that come out since then have been higher. Proof. So what makes them decide what's birthday bourbon? Since it's obviously they're not the same every year, like age and proof. And-, and That's kind of a mystery. It's kind of like anything else coming out of those warehouses. We don't really know. You know, the the limited knowledge I have of Old Forester. I know we, re- we reviewed what? The single barrel? The regular 90 proof? Is that what we reviewed previously? I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. so. And at that time, we talked about their barrel program and things like that. And I just wasn't really sure what barrels fit the profile. They don't really come out and say it, but they have so many of those lines of all the different products they release that they have to have different pairings of things. So my guess is, like a lot of premium releases, they probably just go for their best barrels and then blend them. I don't remember loving the single barrel 90 proof Old Forester that we had. Yeah, I I didn't like it either. So... And I haven't been in love with a lot of old foresters that I've come across. Uh, so I have had the 1920, right? We talked about, I think we talked on an episode about the 1910 and the 1920. Yeah, we, we just mentioned them, but we didn't yeah. talk about I've had the 1920. I've had the 1910. I don't remember which is which, but I've had both. The 20 is the, uh, the higher proof. Yeah, it's the higher. It's like the 120 proof, I think. Yeah. And the 10 is the little bit lower proof. I've had both of those, and they're all right. They're fine for for 50 something dollars. They're a little bit high, I think. Okay. So I'm interested to see how this goes. Well, should we go for our first notes, gentlemen? Oh, this smells good. Sounds like somebody likes him, a Forester. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does have a, a quite the nose on it. Cherry vanilla is, is about what I'm getting right now. Yeah. Cherry vanilla, a little bit of baking spices, a little bit of banana, yeah. a lot of fruit. Yeah, a lot of fruit. A little brown sugar. That's probably some of the most vanilla, chocolatey caramel that I've ever smelled in anything, and I don't really pick up anything normally. So yeah, this one got to be there if you're smelling it. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. I mean, you're the. We always have that where it's like if if Michael's got it on the the nose, then it's definitely going to be there. Yeah, no ethanol burn. It's a real it's real pleasant to smell. Oh man, yeah. I mean, there are some that we once we're nosing them, we kind of. I don't want to say we choke a little bit, but you get kind of caught off guard by what's hitting you. It's just a very, very faint back end, tiny bit of alcohol, but it's just, to me, it's kind of a, it's very rich. It's a deep nose yeah, on on the very back end of it too. Yeah. Color is not super dark. It's like a, what do you say, like a mahogany, almost like a gold. What do you think? I'm colorblind partially, so that's probably good for me. I don't know if it's as dark as mahogany, but it's... Yeah, it's a little bit lighter. You probably shouldn't be the person talking about colors. I shouldn't be, yeah. I should be like, (laughs) with that gentleman, let's go for our first taste. There you go. 
really smooth for yeah. 105, and I'm kind of coming off a cold, so yeah. like my throat's still a little raw, and so that any kind of high proof would probably burn, and it doesn't really burn at all. So yeah, I don't catch like any. So I always look for the. You guys know this. The astringent notes that bother me that hit the back and the sides of the tongue. This is like amazing. It's got a good oaky balance, but it's got a lot of fruit. Oak. It's got a great mouthfeel. Great mouthfeel. I yeah. mean, it's just, uh, I know it's not very often I say this, but it just, it tastes premium. Um, and there's really no way to describe that. The reason why I say that is because if you're drinking everyday off the shelf bourbon, there's a lot of great stuff out there, but with this, you're like, okay, if I found it for a hundred dollars, I would probably, you know, look very strongly about, at, you know, purchasing it, but you wouldn't really know what you have until you get home and you taste it. And that's the one thing I try to explain to people when there's a next level bourbon, this tastes like a next level bourbon to me anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So what do you think made this become so popular? You think it was the bottle? Because it's obviously not the flavor since that changes every year, right? Yep. There's the, been years that people have panned this and said it's terrible. Right. So I would say it's just gone up because of the bottle pretty much and the once a year. Yeah, probably the fall, the fall release. Right, the fall release? Yeah, it's, it's actually probably on the same day every First year. week of September yeah, every year, September, right? September. Yeah, September. Oh, so I missed it. <laughs> you just realized it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. If you want to talk about this year's release, this year's release was a kind of a... What happened? Well, I know a lot of people here from Lexington because, you know, we're in the, uh, we'll call them not secondary groups, enthusiast groups, right? They're enthusiast groups that when they heard what was going on, they were going to release this. I think it was supposed to release on a Friday. And so people went down there, I think on Sunday night. Oh, to the distillery? Yeah, in, they went to the in distillery Louisville. in Louisville and they, they formed a line and the weather was not good then. It was like rainy and cold and everything else. And this line went all the way on the front of the building around and if you've ever been to old forest or there's a bridge area too all the way under the bridge and so people just sat out there for multiple days i think it was I four and a half five days. days i would not yeah. spend the night in downtown louisville outside <laughs> of a hotel room for nothing for anything well, especially around there yeah that's what i'm saying that area yeah you're crazy man i mean it's fine like, during the day you're probably but the, under a bridge yeah spending yeah. the night you're probably carrying a couple hundred bucks in cash on you because you're Gonna buy this bottle. Well, I will say this exactly, and that's the thing. They handed out tickets. I think at midnight, and almost everybody that was there got a ticket, but not everybody did. And those people that got the tickets got a bottle guaranteed, and so they was, could go home and come back as long as they came back like that day or something. Yeah, and it was signed by. Uh, I think. I think this maybe signed by no, just by Jackie's I can't, but it wasn't oh, signed by that's a, so pretty cool. Course. Yeah, so they got the master taster slash person over there that she signed all the bottles she's new in the position right um i think she's been there quite a few years now oh, okay yeah my bad she got more notoriety lately if um, i worked there yeah. i would not be there at midnight passing out those tickets to those idiots <laughs> that are standing there like no they can wait till nine in the morning when we open when i show up for work yeah, like i don't get paid enough yeah i'm not coming out there at midnight to do this yeah. like my birthday i don't wake up at midnight and start celebrating my birthday so they can wait until the morning you know well you, you did that when you were 20 though yeah well that's true you wait till midnight at yeah. 21 but well one thing i can't say a bunch of say, fools that are going to sit outside yeah well even though like one thing i can't say it looked like some good camaraderie formed in line i knew a few people in line and it seemed like they all had a good time and so it wasn't like if you're going to dedicate that much time to doing something 
at least if you have a positive experience, I guess it could be worth it. I mean, we've talked in previous episodes about standing outside waiting for raffles and things like that. It might not be to the same level, but you do get to talk to people and have a good time. So there's always that. I remember one line I got to stand in. I think it was a freshman in college. Uh, And the the PlayStation 2 was coming out. Oh. (laughs) And I went to, I think it was Walmart. And they had chairs out. And so if you got a chair, you got a console. Did you get one? I had a chair and I had to stay there for quite a while. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. And PlayStation 2, you know, for all the video game geeks out there, top selling console of all time. Not sure if you guys knew that. I didn't know that. There you go. Yeah. Big shout out to Sony. Is that now, (laughs) now has the Switch surpassed that? No. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, PlayStation 2 sold massive amount of units. I don't know the number, but. So this is a uh, 2019 bottle, right? So if we like it, in theory, we can probably get it in the Total Wine raffle in a couple years, right? (laughs) (laughs) When they, uh, when they click, click, when they finally have it. Finally, yeah, they'll get around to getting out the 2019 stuff. So did you get that email from them about the upcoming lottery? Yes, the big boy lottery, the one with all the peppies and, and so tax. We have to the end of the year to finish, you know, filling it out. Yeah, so they sent it out like the first of October, and they <laughs> and you have until the end of the year, so you have three months to fill it out, and then you have to wait another three months before they announce the winners. So this is like a six month raffle, and, and there's Van Winkle <laughs> Rise in there, and I, I, I think I sent that to you guys that like they're not even releasing a Van Winkle Rise this year, so that means whatever. If you win one of those, it's at least a year old. Like they've been holding it for that long, I guess. I mean, are there yeah. cobwebs on these? Some of these bottles I mean, it's they have crazy. Like, like it's so stupid. Yeah, Total Wine is sitting on more bourbon than if there was bourbon in Fort Knox, then they, there would be more at Total Wine. So than I guess Fort they, Knox. I think they kind of because I'm in those groups with in other areas of the country, and the Total Wines there are doing raffles also. So I guess they kind of coordinate them all at the same time. Yeah, they should do a a, a Nulu pick lottery. There, you should, a winner has to take one of those bottles off the off the middle. I section would say there. if you come in, you, you everyone's guaranteed <laughs> Everyone, three bottles. You, everyone's guaranteed. You walk out with a bottle. That's your parting gift. Everyone gets a color wax. There you go. Here, take one of these barrel picks that nobody wants. And sitting here, <laughs> got a clearance though. For a long time, they had that barrel pick sitting there. I don't even know what brand it was, but it had like the little cannon on top. Have you ever seen that one? Oh, yeah. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. I did see that. That one sat there for a long time, too. Took them three years, but they sold it out. I mean, finally, enough people (laughs) thought it was cool to see a cannon on top of a bottle, I guess. So, gentlemen, would you pass, try, or buy on the Old Forester birthday bourbon? Uh, I would buy it. Yeah? But I can't buy it, so (laughs) I guess it's a try. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's a good question. You saw at a restaurant, what would be your upper limit per pour? Uh, it's funny. You, I, I was just thinking in my head as soon as I said that, like, what would be my limit? 30 bucks, probably. So you're not trying it? I'm probably not even going to get to try it. <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a half ounce pour. I think we're in a new, new category. How about you look at it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would, you, would you look at it? <laughs> would you just look at it? I just look at it. <laughs> you can't touch. No, I, I, would, I would buy it. I would buy it. It's, if, I, if I won that in a lottery... You know, there's some things in the lottery. I'm just like, no, I don't want that. You know, yeah. when they when they put those things out, like Blade and Bow 22 or yeah. something, mm-hmm. it's like six hundred dollars, and I don't care anything about it. Mm-hmm. But I, I would I would get this one. Yeah, I I was gonna say I would buy two, and I got really spoiled, and I'm happy to be sharing this with you guys tonight because it's almost done. When this bottle, when I got it, I remember thinking like, you know, I'm gonna open it. Of course, I'm gonna open. It. I'm not gonna like think about selling this. 
And so when I opened it and I tasted it, I was thinking to myself, like, this is amazing. I just thought, and, and it had been so long since I tried it. And, um, yeah, I just hope that I can get more in the future because it's not easy to come by. It was like one of those things where I got it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll have a chance to get it down the road. And it's not really been like that at all. So buy all day and uh, maybe look at it or try it as well. Is this your only bottle birthday? Uh, yeah. Yes, it is. Well, you're about to have to say bye to it. That's okay. I'm glad I'm sharing <laughs> with you guys. Well, no surprise. I'm going to be able to buy. I've, this is incredible. A lot better than any of the old Forrester products. I think that's, you know, a duh, but yeah, it's really good. And especially at 100 bucks. I mean, some of the other bottles we've tried, 150, we've kind of passed because it's just been too much. If this was 150, I would say buy. So, yeah, uh, it's just really good. Just really good. And it's really, I think it's really kind of unique because it's his birthday. And even if you just open it once a year, yeah, I think it's kind of fun. And that's the thing. Yeah, that's kind of what I did with this. I didn't. I didn't open it once a year because then if it was only once a yeah, year, then how do we get to this point? But yeah. uh, it should have put uh, a candle on top of it. <laughs> there you go. That's so is it somebody's say. birthday? Is that why it's called that? Oh yeah, it's, it's his birthday. It's, oh. it's, it's, Garvin's, it's his birthday. It's Garvin's yeah. birthday. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's Good why they him. do that every year. The founder did he not birthday. say in the booklet? Oh, I didn't read all that. I mean, you're the Mr. Booklet King. Oh yeah, on September second. Hey, so we listen. sat here and tried to figure out when it was coming out, and it says it right here. Well, hey, we have facts. They're good. Liz, <coughs> wait. It might be his birthday, but he wasn't the first to. What is it? Char Oak, like Elijah Craig, or Barrel Bourbon, or whatever the hell Elijah Craig did. You mean the father? Yes, the father. <laughs> so if we had just read this, we could have answered pretty much everything we talked about. All right, go ahead and grade us. September second. Oh, check. Okay, the birthday of George Garvin Brown. Check. Okay. Uh, this is the nineteenth edition of it. Oh, Ooh, so okay. we're trying to figure that out. Close to that, yeah. Um, so 2000 it came 2000, out. Yeah. It's selected from a single day of production and hand selected. So, Ooh. so that's how they pick it. Okay. So yeah, pretty much we nailed it. An- answered everything. Yeah, right there. Nice. This little booklet. Then with that, thanks for listening to this week's edition. Please like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Mashup KY. Also, let us know your thoughts on the bottle in the comment section. Until next time, keep it neat.